Well, well, well. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. What's going on everyone? Your buddy Mortimer Main here. Oh man, we're in the seas. We are in the seas. We're getting degrees. <laughs> we're feeling good. I just gotta say right off the bat, we got an unbelievable show today, man. This is one of my favorite songs. I know I say that all the time. Hope everyone's having a great day. Sun is shining. Birds are chirping. Everyone is smiling. What more could you ask for, right? All right, so, oh, yeah, okay. So we watched uh, a movie today called Mystic Pizza. It was made in 1988. Starred uh, Julia Roberts, Lily Taylor, and Annabeth Gish. I'm surprised I remember that. And they're like working at a pizza place in Connecticut in 1988. And they're kind of like all three young people are like, oh, what's going to happen with my life? And yeah, it was cool because I like that uh, East Coast setting, this quaint little village. Kind of reminds me of like Stephen King or whatever. Reminds me of um, Astoria from the Goonies. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll give it a recommend. Actually, there's this pretty cool part where Julie Roberts thinks this guy's cheating on her, so she dumps these barrels of, like, gross fish right in his Porsche convertible, and then he comes out, and he was just like, huh, this isn't, like, some girl I was stepping out with. This is my sister. And then Julie Roberts was like, well, how the fuck was I supposed to know? <laughs> pretty funny stuff. I'll give it a recommend. Okay, moving on. Today, I am super excited to talk about our band, Credence Clearwater Revival. Credence. CCR, alright? Get your hands off my Credence tapes. If I didn't say you could touch them, you know what I'm saying? Classic rock. Classic American rock. They were a band from 1967 to 1972. That was like the core years, and then after they split up and like all did a bunch of different things. But most of the dudes, or I think all the dudes had played together since 1959. And their act was originally titled the Blue Velvets, and then later the Gollywogs, which is pretty weird. I don't know what the Gollywogs is, but I think the Blue Velvets is pretty cool. This is one of those bands that there's two brothers uh, involved. So the lead, the main dude, John Fogarty um, had a brother named Tom, who's also in the band, and then there was three other guys. And we'll talk about the demise of the band in a later show because I have a couple CCR records, and they have so many good songs that uh, you know there's gonna be there's gonna be at least at least two CCR episodes. Okay, so I learned today. Thought this was pretty cool. They're actually from the Bay, from the Bay Area, San Fran, Oakland. What up? What up, Oaktown? Maybe I'll be back again someday. Same. Fantasy Island Tiki Bar. I think that's what you were called. Forbidden Island. Got up in that forbidden shit up in there. Oh, Raider. Alright. So they're from the Bay Area. Not from the Bayou, which I had just assumed. <laughs> and, yeah. These guys played Woodstock. But I didn't know that because, okay, get this. I remember watching the Woodstock movie at my dad's place when I was a kid. And uh, it's pretty funny, because I think it was like- Arlo Guthrie. Like coming into Los Angeles, bringing in a couple of keys. And I was like, keys, what's that? And my sister, who was like, Psh, 
seven years old was like, ah, uh, kilograms of uh, drugs, cocaine, I think. And I was like, what's cocaine? Anyways, so we watched that whole movie and I don't remember any CCR because apparently John Fogarty at the time in 1969 was like, our performance was subpar and he didn't even want to release the footage into the like now famous video. And I'm still amazed by the number of people who didn't even know we were one of the headliners of Woodstock 69. Well, here I am, one of these people, John. Because <laughs> you cut the footage, man. So he also complained that the act that preceded them, The Grateful Dead, had put the audience to sleep. And as John scanned the audience, he saw a, quote, Dante scene, just bodies from hell all intertwined and asleep covered with mud which is interesting because the CCR kind of in rejection of the drugged out acid fueled late 60s music scene they actually made a pact to not drink even not do drugs and just be about the music to get high on the music they said and if that wasn't going to work out then they needed to get out of the business so yeah, I can I can kind of see uh, major disrespect from uh, John Fogarty to uh, the Grateful Dead. But, you know, when you think about Woodstock and what you see, yeah, like it just, you know, people lying around and tripping out and just relaxing, having a good time. And CCR is this really like high energy music, up tempo. So I thought that was pretty funny. John Fogarty, he's, <laughs> he's an opinionated guy. I think he's kind of a dick. John Forward is like, you know, this is my band, these are my songs, I'm the leader. And people don't like to hear that, you know? <laughs> but these guys are monsters of rock, no doubt. I remember I first heard about them, I think, or first learned the name of the band. Uh, I was probably like 10. My cousin uh, Tyler had like the double CD chronicle that had, I think just been released on CD. And that was even advertised on TV for this 90s reissue of music that had come out 30 years ago. Yeah, this this album, Chronicle, the greatest hits collection, I have the double LP, which is pretty cool. I had the CD too when I was in high school. This album is still on the Billboard's top 200 selling albums. It's been there since 1976. As of 2020, it was over 500 weeks straight. Like people are still buying this album, still getting into these tunes. It is, um, it's a fantastic greatest hits collection. I highly recommend it. You'll get everything you want from this band. It's all the hits are there. But holy smokes, man, 500 weeks straight, madness. However, we are not listening to uh, Greatest Hits Records today. We are listening to CCR's third studio album called Green River. And believe it or not, because this is crazy, this came out in 1969, the same year they played Woodstock. They came out with three full-length studio albums in this one year. 1969. I think I remember saying like, oh, David Bowie, two albums in one year, that's so crazy. But man, three, all packed with hits, it's crazy. So uh, yeah, CCR, I think their first album came out in maybe 67 or 68, the second one in 69. They, had a they came out with original tunes, but 
the first three had two singles they always had a cover like a really great cover of uh, some other tune so I put a spell on you uh, proud Mary Susie Q I uh, heard it through the grapevine for examples great songs that these guys just lay down wicked covers of their second album is called Bayou Country <laughs> But like I said, this one's called Green River, so let's see what John Fogarty had to say about Green River. I thought this was nice. He said, he recalled in 1993, Green River is really about this place where I used to go as a kid on Puta Creek near Winters, California. I went there with my family every year until I was 10. Lots of happy memories there. I learned how to swim there. There was a rope hanging from a tree. Certainly, dragonflies, bullfrogs. There was a little cabin we would stay in owned by a descendant of Buffalo Bill Cody. Green River, I got from a soda pop syrup label. You used to be able to go into a soda fountain and they had these bottles of flavored syrup. My flavor was called Green River. It was green, lime flavored, and they would empty some out over some ice and pour some of that soda water on it, and you had yourself a Green River. Isn't that nice? Okay, let's get to the tune, man, because this is one of my uh, favorite songs of all time. Yes, I am going to be playing song one, side one, track one, Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like really exciting stuff. One of my karaoke go-tos. I'll talk a little bit. I'll talk about more of my my personal experience with after this song. But I want to get to this part first. A lot of people think this song is about a werewolf, but actually, I learned today that the song was inspired by a 1941 film called The Devil and Daniel Webster, which was about a hurricane. I have not seen this movie. John Fogarty said the words of the song told of the apocalypse that was going to be visited upon us. It wasn't until the band was learning the song that I realized the dichotomy. Here you got this song with all these hurricanes and blowing and raging ruin and all that, but it's a happy sounding tune, right? I thought that was pretty funny. Why don't I just let you decide? <laughs> Here we go. Bad Moon Rising, CCR. This is one of the best songs you will ever hear in your life. I guarantee it. But
Was I right? <laughs> Do you believe me now? Yeah, people around the lounge are nodding. They're just like, oh yeah, man. That's the type of stuff we get down to here. Doesn't that song just make you feel, you know, it's a little spooky. It's foreboding. It is apocalyptic. It was the perfect song to have on the soundtrack to one of my favorite horror movies, American Werewolf in London. Speaking of watching movies at a very young age, at my dad's place, this was rated R, no doubt. I, I must have saw it when I was like five or six years old. Scared the shit out of me, of course. But, you know, enjoyed it. And I remember the song being on there and I just remember being like, wow, uh, what a song. And I gotta give big ups to my dad for always, never regarding the uh, parental uh, recommendations, you know, which were probably even a new thing then. Basically, the only rule was there are no rules, so however violent or, you know, <laughs> mature the movie was, we could all watch it as a family together, me and my sister. He would protect us. One of the funniest things about my dad, R.I.P., is uh, how at the beginning of a movie, it used to be like, the following contains some scenes of violence, nudity, coarse language, and mature content. And my dad would always be like, all right, all right, yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> that's how he knew it was going to be good. It wasn't going to be some bullshit, you know, at least, hopefully. All right, yeah, so also another, another werewolf movie that uh, the song was featured in the soundtrack was The Howling 3, The Marsupials. <laughs> Was the subtitle for The Howling 3? I'm pretty sure I've seen The Howling, but uh, I don't remember anything about to talk about. It's known, it's like, it's, I didn't know they made, I, mean, I know they made a sequel, but I didn't know they made a, a third one. And the marsupials, like, what the hell, man? It is Australian though, I guess so. I think maybe that makes sense. All right, we've now plunged into the seas. <laughs> Things are going well so far. Are you liking it? Let me know. What up to uh, Fresno? Let me give big ups to all of Cali again. The listeners in Fresno hollering at me. Um, Oakland, the Forbidden Island Tiki Bar. Great spot if you're ever in Oaktown. But you ain't gonna be seeing the Raiders there anymore. Glad, glad I got my, glad I got my game at the Black Hole and before they moved to Vegas. I like Vegas too though, man. Sin City. How are you not gonna have a good time there, right? Alright everyone, I'm gonna go make my rounds, maybe mix up a couple drinks, and I'm gonna wish you a fantastic rest of your day. Come back right here again, same proximate time tomorrow, and I got more good stuff for ya. Alright? Take care of each other out there. Each one teach one, baby. I am the matador. I will do my best to cut through the bull to bring you the pure juice. Cracking open those safes one song at a time. This is Mortimer Main, and this has been Tracks from the Treehouse Lounge. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, y'all. Peace.